Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everyone. Who the heck clicks on a podcast that is called Embrace the Suck. (laughs) Obviously you did, and I'm so happy that you did. I don't know if you clicked on it because you're wondering what the heck it's all about, or maybe you know a little bit about this phrase, but this is one of my favorite phrases to often say in my life, in the gym, during a marathon run, whatever, and I couldn't be more pumped to share this phrase and why I truly believe it can have a huge positive impact on your life. I learned this quote from the Navy SEALs and actually I also learned another quote that is, they say, not dead, can't quit. (laughs) Now I know that's intense and a little crazy, but it's amazing what you can learn being around some of these guys and really they, a lot of them believe if you can push through, if you are still alive, if you are not dead, you can push through anything that gets in your way and you can continuously keep going until you no longer can breathe. (laughs) I'm not suggesting anybody should go that extreme, but it is mind-blowing how amazing and how well these SEALs train. And so I'm excited to give you some of that content and some of that insight that I've learned from a lot of these SEALs. And I've, I've been blessed to now have done multiple events with Navy SEALs involved and, and also aspiring Navy SEALs involved, which I, you know, I don't think I'm on that level, but as I often say, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if I'm spending time with SEALs, I know I'm learning, I'm leveling up my life, I'm leveling up my fitness, I'm leveling up my mindset, and I'm learning like I've never learned before. And to be honest, I was actually really blessed this event in Chicago in 2018, I spent about mm, probably six, seven hours with this one SEAL during this training event. And he was so nice and just so open and we had one of the best discussions ever. And for me to be able to pick one of the best Navy SEALs brains for six hours was one of the biggest blessings I've ever been given. And I'm actually gonna share a lot, I'm not gonna say who it was, but I'm gonna share a lot of the insights that I learned from this guy in this podcast episode. These these SEALs, the ones at least that I've interacted with, I mean, they are the ultimate, in human being form anyways, they are the ultimate in focus, intensity, and what they call embracing the suck. Now, what's the point? What the heck is embrace the suck mean? The point is, do not wish life was easy because, hey, spoiler alert, it is not easy. So don't wish life was easy. Wish and it want to get better. Don't wish life was easy. Wish to get better and then get better. So how do we get better? How the heck do we get better? Well, you push through the suck. That's how you get better. As we've talked in some of the previous podcast episodes, 
It truly is how you get better. Often people ask me, hey Matt, how do I get more confident? It's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Do things that you have no confidence in. Because once you even attempt something you have no confidence in, you have now tried. You're gonna build confidence slowly as you continue to attack whatever this thing is that you've had no confidence in. One of the things that I learned, again, from the SEALs, and I learned this sort of when I was training for an event out in California, is taking cold showers. You talk about embracing the suck. In my opinion, there's no, there's probably worse things, but at least from a day-to-day standpoint, it's pretty bad when you're freezing cold. And when I hop in that shower every day and turn the water on cold, it sucks. There's never a morning where I go, yippity doo I get to pour freezing water on myself. Yay! Oh no, it always sucks. But that's the point. The point is that when my when I come up with a decision, I'm going for it and my brain's not going to talk me out of it. And that's how you build confidence, by embracing the suck, by getting out of your comfort zone as often as you possibly can. Now, I'm going to tell you a story just because it happened a few months ago and to me in my life so far, this is one of the ultimates in embracing the suck that I've ever felt in my entire life. The story is one of the Marine Corps Marathon. November 2019, I ran the Marine Corps Marathon down in Washington, D.C. And I'll tell you this, it was one of the most emotional, one of the most intense, one of the most incredible experiences of my life as well as my wife's life who came down there with me. Her and I went down together. This marathon, now we went to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier beforehand, which was, if you're ever down in D.C., go go to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier because it's just a whole new perspective on the military, on the United States, on our lives. We were actually, when we were there, I know I'm kind of going off point here, but I think it's an important story. When we were down there, they were actually having a ceremony for the the son, uh, the mom, dad, and brother, sister of this man who was killed, I think it was a few years ago, they had this ceremony to remember him and it was at the tomb of the unknown soldier. So it was just a heart-wrenching moment to watch this and they played taps and my wife and I are crying and it was just, it was a really tough moment but I think it was also one that needs to be seen because it puts in perspective all of the things that our military do for us on a daily and hourly, a, a minute basis and I, Part of the reason my wife and I wanted to be there to see it was to give more appreciation to those, first off, to those that have gone before us, that have paved the way for our lives. I mean, every single day we get to drive on roads that we didn't pave. We get to use technology that we didn't invent. We get to do these amazing things and because of all the people that have come before us. And that was part of the reason why we wanted to go down to DC and, and do the Marine Corps Marathon. And really, it was an incredible experience. Now, let me get back to embracing the suck because I know that's what the podcast is all about. Um, I trained for the Marine Corps Marathon. It's actually the fourth marathon that I ran in 2019. Was extremely pumped. The day of the marathon comes. And for anyone that's done any event ever in your life, what's one thing that always happens? The weather is not going to cooperate. (laughs) For the most part, that's your rule of thumb. Don't expect the weather to cooperate. And just like 
a lot of other events, it did not cooperate. Now I'll say this, the temperature was actually decent. I think it started out, it was maybe 50 degrees. So it was, it was actually decently warm for November in Washington, D.C. But the funny part is what happened was the race started around 8 o'clock in the morning, but we had to be down there close to the start line before 7. It poured down rain from 6.30 to 8 a.m. before we ran. Oh, and then by the way, it poured for three out of the four hours that I was on the course for. I finished the marathon in about four hours, which was really right around my goal, so I was really, really happy about that. But the embracing the suck part came at mile six. So keep in mind, it's pouring down rain, and it's to the point of like sideways rain, torrential downpour, there's puddles every fifth step, you step into a puddle. That's how hard it was raining, which was pretty wild. And mile six comes, and it's it's pretty cluttered. There's a lot of people running around us, and you gotta be careful where where you're running, where you're going, so you don't bump into anybody. Person in front of me, and they felt so bad when this happened, dropped, they were carrying, which uh, this was unbeknownst to me, I didn't know this, carrying a Gatorade water bottle, one of those thick plastic bottles. Dropped the bottle, which I didn't see this, and I just happened to, this is just unfortunate, step on the Gatorade bottle, as it hits the ground and I roll my left ankle over top of the Gatorade bottle almost going down. I put my hand down because I almost bit it and uh, it was one of the most painful, it, it was the most painful feeling I've had on the marathon course. It was extremely painful. I knew I had rolled my ankle. I knew I twisted my ankle and as this happened, I'm thinking to myself, I was, we were laughing before the marathon because it is raining. It was a torrential downpour. As this is happening, I'm thinking to myself, Ooh, ah, oh, oh, okay, embrace the suck. Embrace, can I keep going? And it was one of those where, if anyone that's ever rolled your ankle, you know, if you, if you get off your ankle right away, it puffs up like a balloon. <laughs> Sometimes, excuse me, like in my basketball playing days, if I turned an ankle, you could kind of play through it. And I was trying to bring back those basketball playing days and thinking, okay, if I just keep moving, maybe it'll be okay. And I will say this, the pain was steady and did not go away. But at the same time, it didn't feel like it was getting much worse. It was very painful, it was not fun. But I keep thinking to myself, embrace the freaking suck. You can do it, keep moving forward, you got this. Keep in mind, this is mile six. There's 20 miles to go. Thinking, holy, why couldn't they drop the water bottle on mile 24 or something? But hey, that's all part of life. Don't wish life was easier. Want to be better. Thought to myself, holy crap. If I could run 20 miles, if I could run this marathon around four hours with a rolled left ankle, that is going to be saying something. That's the ultimate, in my opinion, in my life for embracing the suck. I keep pushing through. It's painful, but I keep chugging along, keep chugging along, keep chugging along. Mile 17 happens. By the way, picture this insane rainstorm continuously happening. I mean, it's laughable how hard it is raining. You couldn't see more than probably 20, 30 feet in front of you because of this downpour that's happening. You know, the sky is like black and it is just downpour happening. I'm hobbling along with my left foot. I'm trying to like keep up a somewhat nine minute mile, sub nine minute mile pace. Um, it's really a hobble at this point at mile 10, at mile 14. I'm hobbling along, but I'm keeping somewhat up with the pace. Mile 17 comes along. 
and I'm like, damn it, I gotta pee. I had to go to the bathroom. So what do I do? I, I gotta pull off to the right-hand side and go to the bathroom. And there were little, to get off the side of the road, there were two steps up, and there was actually a portage on there. I had peed on the side of the road earlier because <laughs> I, I didn't want to waste too much time. But this time, there's two steps up as I'm going up to the portage on. So I, you know, it's hard when you've been running the whole time and you're not going up steps as you're running, you want to be careful to not make any quick sudden movements so you pull something. So I do my business, I go to the bathroom, I get out of the portage on and I'm getting ready to go back down the two steps and I look up and I see the pacer at, I think it was three hours and 55 minutes and I'm thinking, holy crap, I got a shot to still get this thing around four hours even with a busted left ankle. I get overly excited and kind of hop down the two steps to go back onto the course and don't I stinking pull my hamstring as I'm trying to go down. And by the way, this is also in my left leg and I am now in excruciating pain. I got, I got eight miles to go and I just pulled my hamstring and now it is a legit hobble. I mean, it's noticeable. People are asking me, are you okay? Obviously I'm saying yes because I don't want them to pull me off the course, but the pain was excruciating. But here's what I'll say. You know what happens when something more painful happens to you? Now, I didn't focus on the ankle as much because my hamstring was hurt so bad. <laughs> and really, I, you know, I always look at what I could change so this wouldn't have happened. The water bottle thing, turning the ankle, that'd be tough to uh, potentially avoid because it was a more of a freak accident. But the hamstring thing, had I not got overly excited and taken my time going down the steps, I could have avoided that. And that was a big takeaway, something that I learned from this experience. So remember, I'm saying to myself, embrace the suck, embrace the suck. We're at mile 17 and I pull my hamstring, I got nine miles to go. Then shin splints, which haven't happened to me in probably a decade, started happening around mile 18. And I don't know if it's because I'm overcompensating and trying to pound harder on my right foot that my shin splints started on my right foot. Who the heck knows? But I'm, it's really almost a joke at this point. I'm thinking, oh my God. I, told, I turned my left ankle at mile six. I pulled my hamstring at mile 17. Now I got shin splints and I got eight miles to go. The pain was excruciating. Now, that quote, embrace the suck, I truly believe is what got me through it, also combined with the grace of God. More so, probably the grace of God, and then secondary was embrace the suck. And let me tell you this, without getting overly emotional, I'll tell you another part that got me through it. Had this been a different marathon, had this been, uh, I ran the Erie Marathon earlier in 2019, I ran the Cleveland Marathon before that, had this been either one of those two marathons, I may have pulled myself out. And I truly, I mean that. I'm not, you know, that's not hyperbole. I truly, truly mean it. But I'll tell you the other thing, as long as, along with embrace the suck, I put this stuff into perspective. And as you're running the Marine Corps Marathon, it is the Marine Corps Marathon. So you see Marines all over the place. They're at the water stations. They're sprinkled throughout the course, just there for support and high-fiving the runners unbelievable support these men and women gave us it was just a beautiful thing and as I'm kind of hobbling along from really mile six on I was putting in perspective this embrace the suck I was putting in perspective my pain and let me tell you people are dying elsewhere 
People are dying elsewhere just in life and also clearly in the military. I mean, these guys were running for the Marines. They're, they're dying all over the place, all over the world. They're putting their life on the line every single day. I'm just in a little bit of pain. That's it. I mean, yes, I'm in pain, but you know what? I'm not dying. So I can push through this thing and not be whining and complaining over a little turned ankle. So I'm going to keep going. By the way, just so everybody knows, full disclosure, I have dealt with a lot of turned ankles before. And when I knew it wasn't getting worse and that I was able to hobble on this thing, I will typically, I love pushing myself to the max. I love seeing how far my human body that God has given me, how far it'll let me go. But I will not, and I, I, I don't want to make things worse. Meaning if, if I'm in serious danger, really, really bad danger, I will stop. I will absolutely stop. So I think I knew the pain that I was in. I know a lot of you may be rolling your eyes like, what a moron. Why is this guy still running mile six and he turned his ankle? He's got 20 miles to go. I could feel that it wasn't getting any worse. And if I truly felt that I was in danger of breaking an ankle or, you know, whatever, I would have, I would have stopped. But I felt that I could continue to push myself a little bit further. Yes, I was in pain. But it wasn't some, you know, life or death situation or I didn't feel I was going to do any permanent damage to my body. The bottom line is I make it. I do the marathon almost in exactly four hours. And while that wasn't the fastest marathon I ran in 2019, I was the most proud of that one because of the embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. And I can't even tell you how blessed I feel. And really what happened was... I built confidence in myself. I got punched in the mouth three different times with different freak accidents and little minor injuries and continued to push through. And I'm only telling you the story because when you embrace the suck in your own life, you will build that confidence as well. I promise you it will happen. And let me tell you this before we move on. The next episode of my podcast, I'm actually going to talk about recovery, which I feel is a big not, not necessarily a big problem, but something that we need to work on as a society with anyone who's either just starting with working out or someone who's done a in more intense event like 5K, 10K, marathon, or even an Ironman, because I think that recovery is so, so, so crucial in everybody's life. So that'll be the next episode. But back to embracing the suck. I want to leave you with the challenge. You heard the story. That's my embrace the suck story. My confidence is now sky high because I got through this embrace the suck moment. My challenge to you is this on this embrace the suck episode. How many times have I said that? Probably too many, maybe 30 or 40. The next time you run into a challenge, give yourself the embrace the suck pep talk and keep yourself moving forward. Don't let the challenge paralyze you into inaction that's the only way it wins that's the only way you fail if you don't take action tell yourself listen embrace the suck you can handle it you can do it if you're working out and and here's the other thing if we actively put ourselves into this embrace the suck moment that's how you continuously build the confidence in yourself. And let's just use the example of working out because I'm a health nut. I know we talk about working out and exercising often on the podcast. If you're working out and you, know, you normally do 10 minutes on the bike, I offer you two ideas. Either do 11 minutes next time or 
crank up the resistance a little bit, embrace the suck, and push through a tougher workout, a tougher 10 minutes than you did a couple days before that. The more you embrace the suck in your life, in workouts, in business, in anything, the more confidence you will build in yourself and the sooner you will be an unstoppable freaking badass. Woo! Oh man, I get worked up with these podcasts. I appreciate you listening to another one. Please share the podcast, any of them. If you feel that they added any value to you, please share the podcast. I want to get this free content out to as many people as possible because I want to help as many people as possible. And you can be a part of that if you share the episode. I ask you to do it if you enjoyed it. Hopefully it can help out somebody else. I love you. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,